Welcome everyone to Tuesday night, and this is Mind Your Business, and I'm your host, Danielle Steen, from Your Full My Life. And I am excited to have with me First Lady Stephanie A. Shaw. She is known as Lady Stephanie. She was born in Anderson, Indiana, where she attended public school and graduated from Anderson High School. She is also a graduate of Miller Mott Business College in Clarksville, Tennessee, where she received an associate's degree in secretarial science and microcomputers, and later Farley Dickinson University, TNEC, New Jersey, where she received her bachelor's degree in interdisciplinary studies. She was inspired by the love of her mother, Gloria McClendon, during her early years. At the age of 10, Minister Stephanie gave her life to Jesus Christ, confessed, and received him as Lord and Savior. On February 14, 2016, Pastor Willie Shaw, along with Lady Stephanie, was called by God to become the pastor and first lady of Zoe Christian Center Church in the beautiful city of Lawton, Oklahoma. Together, they bring biblical wisdom, compassion, love, and integrity to the Zoe Christian Center family. She has been actively involved with both inside and outside the church by singing in the choir, attending Bible study, vocation Bible school, conventions, conferences, retreats, and other forms of training and teaching for spiritual growth. First Lady Shaw received her license as an evangelist in June 1997 by Bishop Harold Browning and co-pastor Gwen Browning of Faith Mission, Clarksville, Tennessee. While at the Faith Mission, evangelist um, Stephanie served in ministry as the leader of the out of outreach ministry, team department, and missions department. She taught the children youth ministry during Sunday school, Bible study, and Sunday morning worship. Lady Stephanie Shaw flows under a powerful twofold evangelistic and prophetic anointing, causing her to enrich the lives and impart life into the body of Christ. She enthusiastically ministers the word of God with vim, vigor, and vitality. The Holy Spirit has truly bestowed the ability upon Lady Stephanie to usher beliefs, believers from all lifestyles into the presence of God through healing and deliverance. While living in Pennsylvania, Lady Stephanie Shaw was licensed as a minister at Greater Shiloh Church in East Crawford, Pennsylvania, under the leadership of senior pastor Phil Davis, First Lady Christina Davis, and campus pastor Tim Timothy Serra, and First Lady Cassandra Serra. She was ordained as an elder at Abundant Life Christian Church under the leadership of Pastor Craig Morris. She is married to her devoted and faithful husband, Pastor Willie E. Shaw. They have been married for 34 years, and they currently reside in Lawton, Oklahoma. They have two sons, Willie and Dante Shaw, two goddaughters, Tanisha Graham and Dorothea Guerrero, and 10 grandchildren. One of her favorite scriptures is Philippians 3.13. Brethren, I do not count myself to apprehend it, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward for those things which are ahead. I am so grateful for being a part of the chosen and called out. Thank you, Jesus, is what she said. And so we are just so delighted to be able to have Sister Stephanie tonight. I met Sister Stephanie through Sister Corner, where she has created a group on Facebook social media, bringing women together all across the globe to empower and enrich the lives of others, helping them to know the love of Christ and helping them to empower other women and, and uplifting them in the ministry. So without any further ado, I am pleased to welcome First Lady Stephanie Shaw. Hello, how are you tonight? Hello, how are you doing? 
I am good, and I'm so good to have you on the um, show tonight. I'm just so thankful that you took the time out to be able to come on, and um, I just would like for you to just take a few minutes. I know I read your bio, and you have had so much going on. I mean, you've done a lot, and you are so enriched, and I know a lot of women can learn from you tonight, but I just would like for you to just take a few minutes and just tell us who First Lady Stephanie is personally, and let us know what you do and why you do it. Amen, amen. Like she said, I, we've been um, pastors for four years now, and it's been a, an exciting journey. Um, I, me and my husband, we both have been doing ministry uh, for a long time. Um, I tell you, God is good. Um, I love one of my passions before we became pastor was to work with the youth. Uh, me and him was youth pastors for over 25 years. I love the youth. I love teenagers. I love to uh, speak into their lives and let them know that they are somebody. They're not worthless. They're not nobodies. And that's the same way I feel about women. God has really given me a, a love for women to really uh, help women because we as women, we go through so much in life and we hold on to so many things, not only uh, in positive way, but in negative ways too. So if I can help some lady to rebuild their life, to, to look at uh, life differently, to um, really begin to encourage them, to let them know that they can forgive again, that they can love again, that there's somebody in Christ. If I can help them with their self-esteem, then that's what I want to do. Because I always tell our ladies in our church that God use our tongues to edify to build, to encourage, to uplift. That's what he built our tongues for. But he didn't build, build them to tear down one another, but he built our tongues to be uh, uplifters and encouragers. Amen, amen to that. You know, it's so inspiring just to read through your bio. And the most important thing on there out of everything, I think, that shows the love of God is your faithfulness to be married 34 years. And I say that because... I believe marriage is something that is very exclusive to God, and it shows that relationship. And so outside of marriage, I think relationship is everything. And yeah. being able to lead by that example is showing what a long-lasting, loving relationship looks like. Yes, you know, so yes. congratulations to you, Thank you for being married for so long in the, in the ministry, uh, ministry and spreading the gospel and the love of God. And it shows. And so then the second thing is just the love of children that you both had together to be able to draw near to one another, draw near to God, and bring others mm. to God by loving the children. And that's what he tells us is to take care of the women and the children. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what you both are doing. And so I want to go back to when you were 10 years old. At 10 years old, because I, I do understand there's a lot of people that may not. How does one hear and know that that is what they want to do to dedicate their life to Christ at such an early age? I think back then, I think they scared you back then. <laughs> If you don't, if you don't have Jesus in your heart, you going to hell. <laughs> so, and I just really, and then my mother, you know, she was just such a 
great example to us. And growing up and see my mother walk by faith and see God move in her life like he moved. I'm telling you, when my mother prayed, things happened. When she trusts God, things happen. I seen when we need clothes and my mother go to work and people give her loads of clothes for us. We had eight kids at the time. And when we needed food, we came home, groceries on the porch. People used to call what we call Holy Ghost handshake, used to give her a Holy Ghost handshake, put money in her hand. So just seeing her life, you know, God just be real in her life really touched my heart. Not saying that I was perfect along the way. I made some mistakes, especially in my in my teenage years and as an adult. But through it all, I came back. Bottom line, I came back to Christ. You know, I didn't stay out there. I might have lost sight, you know, but the best part about it, I came back to God. And I had such a great example in my life. And that was my mother. And she used to always tell me, you know, or tell us, y'all ain't the real thing. Y'all just cart cartoon characters. My kids are saved. My kids are, are, are prayer warriors. My kids are preaching the word. My kids are living the life. And I, I'm telling you, my I have a brother that's a pastor. My sisters are saved. I'm telling we all love the Lord. And I just thank God for just the example. Uh, my mother taking us to church. She didn't just send us. She took us to church. And we, we they spoke into our lives. A uh, Bishop Tauber, we, um, I never forget her. She just really spoke into our lives. A lady named Evangelist Chamberlain spoke into our lives. Uh, we just had so many people at a young age that really set the example and really spoke into our lives. Where we really, we, you know, we just wanted, to, we were serious about the Lord back then. And you know, that's so important. And it's, I'm glad that you said that because I always, you know, I know when I'm supposed to like look for signs or whatever, but I do, I look for points of contact with the Lord to make sure that I'm on the right track and if, if my mind is in the right place. And earlier today, I was telling my husband, I said, you know, we are failing in the ministry these days with our young people. And I said, because the older ladies, are like they used to be. They're not pouring into the younger women like they should. Mm -hmm. They're not reaching out to the youth like they should. And they're not putting that fear of Christ in them anymore. And you know, and it and it, it's kind of heartbreaking sometimes to see that. And especially mm -hmm. with us being out of church right now, because I don't know where you if your church is closed, but our church is our churches around here are closed. And so we go to church online. And we don't really have that fellowship like we used mm -hmm, to have. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you know, the church before we closed, I would like to say the church that we belong to, we did have a lot of the older members speaking into the youth and, and spending time, but it's not like it used to be. You know, yeah. it's not. It's not like it's. I feel like it's a lot more leniency mm -hmm. and a lot more um, impatience, and, mm -hmm. and, it, and we, it seems like we've forgotten you know, what our roles are in the body of Christ. And so it's refreshing to be able to still know that that does exist. And so mm -hmm. we, we need to bring that back. And so what do you feel that we can do better as 
the older women and the younger women in the church to be able to bring that back to where it used to be. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, first of all, I just think it's very important for us as the older ladies to show the younger women an example. If you you uh you lead by example, and if they don't see something that they can look up to, then they're they're not going to change. So that's the first thing that we have to be led by example. We have to live the life that we sing about, pray about, preach about sing about we have to live that life we have to set a good example of what christ looks like we can't see christ in the physical but you can see christ within us and within yourself because that's where christ lives he lives on the inside of us so that's first they have to we have to set the example secondly we have to show love we can't be judgmental we cannot be judgmental just because you lived a certain way or you went through a certain thing in life, another person uh, and, and what helped you, helped you. That's why I always tell people what works in my marriage and what works in my family may not work for you in your marriage and in your family. So we have to show the ladies love and we have to begin to really hear them, be good listeners and hear them and, and really seek the Holy Spirit on how to help them. And I think that as we begin to listen to the voice of God, God will begin to speak to our hearts and he'll begin to speak, give us the words to say to that young woman and to really encourage her and to build her up and to lift her up. If she shares something real personal with you, don't don't tear her down. Don't badger her. Don't beat her down. She's coming to you for help. And that's what we need to be help she's throwing the lifeline up out there so we have to be able to be there to 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 speak that word into their lives to make a change and make a difference in their life and make them feel that what they're going through is not the end of the world because other people are going through the same thing or have been through the same thing that they have been through so it's important for us to set the example and to love them and not to judge them, make them feel like they just as important and that they are somebody because everybody is not in the, where I'm at in Christ. Everybody's not Mm -hmm. in Christ the same. So we can't look at it like that. So I think when we begin to really let them speak, show them love, show them that you're concerned, that you, you understand what they're going through and that, that you're there for them. No, no matter what, you're there, you know? So mm-hmm. I have a a, a, a a daughter who's in a, a homosexual relationship, but I don't judge her. All God required me to do is to love her. I Absolutely. love her. I pray for her. I don't make her feel bad. I didn't ask, actually, I, you can't be in this family no more. You can't be a part of my life. No, because that's not how God wants us to be. He want us to love the person and he do the judging. Amen. Amen. And you know, that's what I tell my children all the time. And and I'm going to go back to your own mother when you said you have learned so much from her and, and watching her and what she's done. But it's because she still loves things than you to be that way. And she raised up in that way to she go. And you said, you haven't always been where you're at. Mm-hmm. But you came back and, and what did that verse say? 
straight up the child the way she felt in her own apartment. Mm -hmm. And so I, I tell my children, you know, what I want for your life is one thing, but it's your life. Mm -hmm. And I pray for you, and I teach you, I pray, and I take you to church, and we get involved with the ministry. Everybody in our family is involved in ministry. Mm -hmm. and, and I heard people say, well, you don't want to burn them out, and you know, what? I don't want them to burn out, is what you don't understand. But what they got to do later on in life is they got to make choices and decisions on what they want to do. Right. Because they mm -hmm. can go out on their own, but in my house, this is what we're mm -hmm. going to do. And mm -hmm. they understand that, and they respect that, but whatever choices. They make in life, they know right from wrong, and they know that I love them regardless. And things happen, and you know, and I have to catch myself all the time be like, I was young, and they would be like, But well, you're it ain't the same thing. You we get to that thing, but teenage, I'm like, No, the teenager is a teenager, we know everything, you know, we fall down, we get up, we get smart, we think we know everything, but once we start to mature. We remember those things that have been instilled And so if we don't continue to encourage, if we don't continue to love, and if we turn our back when they do something wrong, again, a relationship, the reconciliation with Christ, even we do every day mm -hmm. and behaviors and actions that we do, that just pleases our Father in heaven. But he loves us anyway. Yes, he does. Opportunity after opportunity. And mm -hmm. you know, I have a blog, and it's called Mommy Needs and that. And it's funny because I go, every time I think about writing that blog, I'll be like, Lord, I am not letting you have Because every time it's always about what somebody did. And then mm -hmm. at the end of it, it's about what God showed me in that situation. So I believe He gives us our children to help us be mindful of what He does for us. And so, you know, I, I'm grateful again that you even mentioned that because people struggle. You gave this child life and you brought that child into this world. Yeah. And now because they are doing something different than what you would have them to do because if they were on drugs or if they were not never on drugs or if they went to the military or if they stayed home. I mean, whatever choice they decide to make, who they decide to love, who they decide to make, whatever they decide to do, you can only look at what you've done. You, you've instilled, you've done the best that you can do. And now they are the adult and you let them know. People always say, don't be friends with your children. Well, I don't believe that. Seriously. At all. Mm -hmm. Because if, if I, I can be your mother and I can be your friend, I can be your best friend because I love you. And I'm going to tell you things that the people out there really ain't going to tell you. And they don't love you. They don't see you up and stick out. And so I'd rather you trust me enough to come and confide and talk to me because mm -hmm. mental illness is running rampant. Suicide is on the rise after that. Yeah. We yeah. don't talk about that in the black community that mm -hmm. we have these thoughts and things that happen because we are dealing with things that we can't go talk to our parents about because we don't want to let them down. We don't want to make them ashamed or feel like they like we did something wrong. So we'll hide that. But you know, if, if your daughter feels like, hey, I can go to my mom regardless mm -hmm. of what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. Let her know she's going to be on my side, whatever I'm going to I know she loves me, whatever choice I make. She yeah. still loves me. And that's mm -hmm. the love of Christ because yeah. it, you never know what might happen, what might change something or turn something around. But 
Love. That's why my kids are like, love comes multitude. So Amen. Amen. We gonna love you. We gonna love you through this thing. Whatever yes. it is, you know. And there's so many things that go on that I don't necessarily agree with, but that's your business. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta do yeah, it. yeah. I think it, I think as parents, that is so important for us to have that open relationship with our children. Yeah. Even my son, my son, he been in jail. You know, he had a drinking problem. Um, I still love him through. I say what God say. You are a mighty my what my mother taught me. You are a mighty man of God. My my daughters, y'all, you're mighty women of God. You're yes. y'all prayer warriors. You're walking yes. out and living according to the word of God. So I speak the word word of God over their life. I don't say you're nothing or you're drunk or you're homosexual or you're this this this. No, I say well. I speak life over my children. Yes. Yes. That's what I do. I don't. There's there's uh, life and death in the power of our tongue. So whatever we say, so be it. So I choose to speak life over my kids. You know, and we do have that open relationship with my son. He feels comfortable coming to uh, talk to me and his dad. My goddaughters, they feel comfortable coming to us. Uh, so you know, all four of them are comfortable coming to us because they know when they come to us. They're going to get the word, but they're going to get it in love. Yes. And they're going know, to get it in love. We tell our kids all the time. I said, you know, it's so funny. We're sorry. We're sorry because we have this strength. And you're going to have to be always on the lookout because it's literally coming for you. They're coming for you, baby. He's going to be on your neck. And we apologize if this is going to happen to you. But be strong and, and, and let us guide you. Let us tell you when something happens, come to us. But the enemy is going to attack you. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, we can give it up. We can walk away so we can have a, a, a life of, of not being under attack all the time. Mm -hmm. But trust and believe our reward is greater. And so as long as we can recognize those things that's coming our way, we don't, we going to run into some things. We're going to have some obstacles. We're going to have some things that are going to be devastating. But everything can be made. Everything can be changed around. So don't ever get to a point where you feel like it's over or you That's can't right. have help or whatever. Because I know life is hard enough. We hate in this industry. But I'm mm -hmm. telling you, this, this world with Christ, the enemy will really get on your head. And he will manipulate your children. He will do whatever he can to make yes. you look like now what's going to do. I'm going to love you anyway. Mm -hmm. You know? So, mm -hmm. so that right there, somebody needed to hear that tonight. Somebody needed that God is the same God and he loves you anyway. So yes. thank you for sharing that. Yes. 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 Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Praise so God. Now, you and, and um, your husband. Have been um, ministering at your church now for five years. Four years. Four years. It'll be five okay. years next year. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm so grateful. Again, I, I just have to say, I'm grateful to people that got into my life because I know, you know, my husband and I have been supporting this is our third year of going through. We'll be ordained next year, and you know, being in a ministry is way different than just praising the. Lord. Yes, it's, it it's is. a different walk, you know. I'm like, yes. I just want to evangelize. I just want to tell people about Christ. But it's a whole other body when you are actually, um, 
going to be in charge of the flock, mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I'm very inquisitive to other ministers and especially first lady ministers because mm-hmm. now you're wearing two hats. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so I, it, it's just, I'm excited about this thing. And so I'm a sponge right now because I want to I want to surround myself with those women who have walked out on me. We know what it looks like. So what would you recommend going into the church? Brand new first place. <laughs> I mean, what, what are you walking into? What do you expect? How do you approach that new situation? Ooh, I was nervous at first <sighs> and um, real nervous because I didn't know what to expect. The church we took over, I knew some of the people because that's it. Uh, we attended that church for uh, 10 years. And um, the uh, the reason how we got there was um, our pastor passed away and um, his uh, lovely wife asked me and my husband, well, she said the Lord told her, that me and my husband was supposed to be the pastors of the church. Me and my husband both was like really shocked. We were like, really? <laughs> so what we did, we took the time and we really prayed and we sought the Lord and make sure that we were making the right choice, that we heard from God. I know other people hear from God and that's fine, but you have to hear from God for yourself and make sure that your footsteps are ordained by the Lord and that you are led by the Lord. So we we really sought the God, sought the Lord. We got down to business with the Lord in prayer, fasting, and the Lord told us to go. So not knowing what we're going to get into, what we're going to be faced with, uh, we were. I was very nervous. I was very mm-hmm. nervous, and I'm quite sure my husband was nervous too, but he could he can speak for himself when you interview us about that. But um, I was nervous. I didn't know what to expect. But I tell you, it's such a joy to work with the people that God surrounded us around. It's such a joy to serve with them. They are such loving, caring, compassionate people. And they make our job easy really they really do they i mean whatever you need need them they're there uh they're they're praying for us they're encouraging us they're 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 fighting with us so they hold our arms up they know we it's not easy all the time i'm not saying it's easy all the time but when you got people praying for you and you got people that have your back and lifting you up before God, you can feel the prayers of the righteous. You can, yeah. you can feel the prayers of the people. Cause when you, when you get weak and when you feel like you want to give up and when you feel like you want to throw in the towel, you feel those prayers, something just come up over you and say, I got to keep going. I got to continue to persevere. I got to keep pressing forward and moving forward. I can't give up. I got to get my eyes off of people and I got to continue to look to the hills from which cometh my help, knowing all my help come from God who made heaven and earth. So I have to keep my eyes focused on the Lord. I I have to keep it, but I'm telling you, the women that uh, I serve with are awesome, awesome ladies, awesome women of God powerful women of God. I'm telling you, I mean, really knowledgeable in the word, 
They're prayer warriors. They love God. They live the life that they sing about, preach about, pray about. I just, I'm, it's just a joy to be able to fellowship and to serve with them every day. Every day, I thank God for that. Amen. And you just, your spirit is just so beautiful. I remember the first time that I met you, and I was so excited. I'm like, oh, she is for real. She's serious about getting these women together. She's serious about pouring into them at a party. And I'm like, that's what we need more. I want to be part of that. Mm. <laughs> I reached out to you, my sister owner. So I want you to just help everybody understand. Where did Sister Carter come from? How, how did you um, bring it together? And why, why did you bring it together? Amen. Um, I was in prayer one day, and the Holy Spirit told me to go on Facebook and start a, 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 a Facebook Live for women. I was like, Lord, really? I said, you know I don't like to talk in front of people. My speech is not eloquent like other people. And you know, I just start comparing myself to other people. And the Lord said, it's not about you. It's about me. And you have to obey me. It's what I have called you to do. And, and you do what I tell you to do. And I'm telling you, it took me about a month. The Holy Spirit came back to me and said, I told you to start. I didn't have a name. I told you to go on Facebook Live and speak it to the ladies life and he said i don't want you just to speak into just your church women i want this thing to go worldwide i want it to go all over so he gave me the name sister s-i-s-t-a sister corner he gave me that name sister corner and he showed me how to go about and do and and um to get it together and he said when you bring the panel together these women are to be women from all over, not just from uh, Oklahoma. I want them from Oklahoma, Texas, uh, Michigan, uh, Tennessee, wherever they, and that's what I've been doing. I've been praying about uh, uh, topics. The Lord give me the topics, and then he gives me the women to call. So I just thank and praise God for that. You know, for being obedient, because since I've been obedient, I believe the women have been blessed. I know I have surely been blessed to to really have the women to come on the panel to really speak into my life. And I have really been blessed by the word of God and what God has been given to the women. And I believe the women um, are being healed, set free and delivered. And that's 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 my purpose is to see women to be healed, set free, and delivered. And I always tell them that God is going to heal you everywhere you hurt. So Amen. that's what that's what God wants to. He wants to heal us everywhere we hurt on the inside. He wants our inside. He wants to give us that that peace and that joy and that happiness and that love that we so long for some of us just long for that and god is going to do it and i believe he's going to do it and i'm in agreement with you i am so in agreement with you i believe it too and i believe that you know everything is in perfect order and when you are obedient god orders your steps and he will put you in the right connections because again 
at the same time that I started this podcast, and I'm like, okay, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I hate computers. I don't like talking in front of people. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably on camera. Now, I don't mind talking in front of people. I don't like talking to people. But on camera, it's different. Yeah, and, and I don't like seeing myself. Mm-hmm. I'm up to people Before we leave, because before we get out, I want you to leave the information 
or Sister Corner how they contact you or what it is that you uh, have to offer to those that are seeking. Amen. I just want to go back when you say um, about not being connected to the church right now. Um, we are open, but I just want to encourage the ladies and the gentlemen, whoever watching it, you might you might not be connected to the church, but it's not the church uh, that you need to be connected to. It's God. So it's very important for you to, to while you're in your home to really have that personal relationship with the Lord. You have to pray. You have to stay uh, connected to God through prayer. It's very important for us to communicate with God daily. And the only way we're going to hear God is through prayer. The only way you're going to get direction in this time and in this season is through prayer. God been dealing with me just the other day uh uh, night when I was praying, God began to deal with me about being persuaded in your own mind. So we have to be persuaded in our own mind. We have to be convinced that we know that we know that we know that we are, God is connected to us and we are connected to God. And we're Amen. not going to allow coronavirus. We're not going to allow our situation. We're going to not, we're not going to allow our circumstance to separate us from the love of God. Because God don't leave us, we leave him. So it's important for us as Christians in this day and time, if you're not able to go back to church, you stay connected to the Father through studying the word of God, through fasting and praying, and through uh, prayer. And I'm telling you, you do them three things, you're gonna feel for you're gonna feel fulfilled, you're not gonna feel disconnected. And you're going, and God's going to begin to show you what ministry is all about, what you need to be doing in this time and in this season. It shouldn't take a church building for for saints and Christians to do God's work. Amen. God is calling us on outside of the four walls. The Lord allowed me to have a dream one time, and He began to show that our church was going to be—we was a church without walls. You know, so we have to begin to work outside of the church. There's so many people out there need us. So we need to be feeding the hungry. We need to be reaching out to the homeless. We need to be coming up with these witty ideals and how to be creative, how to reach out, how to do outreach. And 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 don't walk in fear, fear of oh, what somebody's gonna give to me or because if God tell you to do something, guess what? He's going to cover you in the blood. He's going to protect you. He's going to keep you. He's going to watch over you. So if God's saying to do it, we don't have to be worrying about we're going to get coronavirus or not. Because God, when God sent us to do a work, all is well. All is well. We better preach. We better preach. Yes. All hey. is well. I'm telling you, all is and well. That's the word right there. That's a word right there. Amen. Oh, amen. Amen. And I totally agree with you. And you know, it's so funny because I have always said, I'm like, God, I don't want to be confined to the walls. I want to be able to reach the people outside. And and I find it funny now because I believe we are reaching more people outside now the room or where we are in this position because we uh, do the online service. And there are more people that are longing in that service and that are calling in for prayer and that are reaching out. 
Sister Corner, it's a it's under a group. Uh, if you want to uh, ask me to be my friend so I can connect you to Sister Corner, my name is uh, Stephanie. I think it's Shaw Dash Vertner, V E R T N E R. So uh, if you want to be connected, just go and look for Sister Corner, S I S T A Corner, C O R N E R, on Facebook, and we're live every Thursday, uh, six p.m. Central Time. 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time. And I look forward to seeing you there every Thursday. Okay. Um, will you do me a favor before we leave? Uh huh. Okay. Give me just a second. I'm trying to get this put up here for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Guys, that was a wonderful word tonight. Okay, so tell me if this is right. Yes. Okay. All right. Can you, uh, can you just pray over this mystery tonight? Can you pray over the women that are watching or anyone that is looking for some answers or searching for something? Can you just give a, give a prayer? Amen. Amen. Father God, we thank you on tonight. We thank you, O oh God, for this um, interview, for this talk, Father. We thank you, O oh God, for blessing Tanika, God. We thank you, O oh God, for blessing her ministry, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for her and her household, O oh God. We asking you to bless it, O oh God. Bless her home, O oh God. Bless her children. Bless her husband, O oh God. Father, we pray right now, God, that you will order her family's footsteps on tonight, O oh God. Father, we pray, O oh God, that you will give her ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to her, O oh God. God, that she may walk out what you are speaking into her spirit, oh God. Father, we pray right now, God, that you will touch each and every one who is listening on tonight, oh God. We pray, oh God, that you will meet every need, oh God. We pray right now, God, that you will uplift that bow down head right now in the name of Jesus, that you will heal the broken heart on tonight, oh God. That God, that you will begin, oh God, to speak into their lives and people's lives, oh God, and you will build them up. You will encourage them. Father, we pray right now, God, and we plead the blood of Jesus over yeah. every home on tonight, oh God. Yeah. We pray right now, oh God, for that person right now, God, that don't know, Father, where they're going to get their next meal, God. We pray, God, for that person that don't know where they, how they're going to pay their bills, oh God. But Father, you said in your word, God, that you will <clears> supply all 
all of our need according to your riches and glory, oh God. And Father, you said in your word, if we ask anything in your name and don't doubt, it shall be ours on tonight, oh God. And Father, we thank you on tonight, God, that Lord, that you meet every need in our lives, oh God, in our homes, in our children's lives, Father. We pray right now, God, that you will continue to lift your people up, oh God. Father, we pray that the healing power of God, Father, will flow through our bodies from the top of our head to the soles of our feet, oh God. Whatever our sickness or whatever our disease may be on tonight, God, we say by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed, God. And we know healing is the children's bread on tonight, oh God. And we receive our healing right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we know you haven't brought us this far to leave us nor forsake us, oh God. And Father, we thank you on tonight, oh God, for just ordering our footsteps, oh God, for leading us and for guiding us down the right path, oh God. Father, our trust is in you on tonight, oh God. Father, we, we trust in you, oh God, and lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways we acknowledge you, oh God, as our Lord, as our Savior, as our King of King God, as our healer, as our deliverer, as our way maker, oh God. Father, you are everything on tonight, oh God. And for that, God, we're going to praise you right now, God. We're going to praise you in the good times, oh God. We're going to praise you through the bad times, oh God. We're going to praise you through the hard times, oh God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, oh God, we're going to keep our eyes on you, oh God. For you are the author and the finisher of our faith on tonight, oh God. We thank you on tonight, God, that we're walking by faith and not by sight, God. We're not moved by what we see on tonight, God. We're not being moved by how we feel on tonight, oh God. But God, we're being moved by the Holy Ghost on tonight, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for anointing our ears and hear, oh God. Let us hear what the Spirit is saying to the church on tonight, oh God. Let us hear what the Spirit is saying unto us, oh God, for our family on tonight, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for blessing every marriage, oh God, every man and every woman on tonight, oh God. We asking you to touch that marriage on tonight, God. Bind that husband and wife together, oh God. Make them as one in you, oh God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray over every child on tonight, oh God. Build our children up, oh God. Encourage our children, oh God. Watch over them as they go to school, God. We plead the blood of Jesus all around them, oh God. Coronavirus shall not come nigh them, oh God. They will not bring it to their homes, oh God. Right now in the name of Jesus. And God, we thank you and we praise you on tonight, oh God. Father, even God, as we begin to go to the boat, oh God. Father, I pray, oh God, that you, oh God, that the Christians, oh God, will have the ear to hear, oh God, to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to them, oh God, that they may vote for the right person, oh God, right now in the name of Jesus. And God, we thank you, oh God, for Father, for my ministry on tonight, God. We thank you, oh God, that it will go all over the world, God, that it will be global tonight, oh God, right now in the name of Jesus. And God, we just continue, Father, to give you the honor. We continue to give you the glory and we continue to give you the praise on tonight, oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We love you on tonight, Father. Yes, we do, God. We praise you. You're so worthy, God. You're so worthy, God. You're so worthy, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, God, for your presence on tonight, God. We thank you for the presence of God. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you for your presence, Jesus. Hallelujah. Move, move on tonight, God. Move on the listeners, oh God. Move, God. Let them feel your presence on tonight, God. Oh, God, go into that home, God. Go into that living room, God. Go into that kitchen, that bedroom, oh God. Let them feel the joy of the Lord is their strength, oh God. Oh, God, let them feel your love and your peace on tonight, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God, let them give them a self-insured reassurance on tonight, God, that you're right there in the midst of the storm with them, oh, God. Whatever they're going through, whatever they're faced with on tonight, God, it's already worked out, oh, God. You already made a way out of no way, oh, God. And we thank you on tonight, God. We thank you on tonight, oh, God. We thank you on tonight, God. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, God, for a made-up mind to serve you, God. Thank you for a made-up mind on tonight, God. Thank you for the mind of Christ on tonight, God. Oh, we thank you, God. Oh, we're determined on tonight, God, not to give up, oh, God. We're determined not to throw into the towel, God. We're determined to stand on the promise of God, God. For when we have done all we can do, God, you told us to stand anyhow, God. And we're standing on tonight, God. We're standing, oh God. We're standing on tonight, Father. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, God. We're standing, God. Yes, Father. Oh, Father, we thank you, God, for your word, God. We thank you for the word of God. Yes, Father, we thank you for your word on tonight, God. Yes, God, for your word do not go out void, but it goes out and accomplish that which it was sent to do, God. It won't return to us, boy, God, but it will return to us, Father. Doing, Father, the very thing that we ask it to do in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yes, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. 
somebody needed that prophetic word right now. Somebody was standing in the air. So we yes. thank you yes. for giving that person a second. Yes. Thank you, God, for allowing her the wisdom and the knowledge to be able to speak yes. truth yes. to your word, Lord. We thank you, God, you have called me that you have already chosen for you. Yes. And so, Lord, we thank you for those chosen that I will go yes. for leading your gospel. Yes. I will go for making the
Amen. Amen. God bless you.